What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Come on in to Open House with Sharon Caddy. It's more than just buying and selling. It's decor, lifestyle, family, tips, advice, and so much more. Open House with Sharon Caddy. Well, today we're going to be talking to my friend Jay McKenzie about uh, things spiritual and interesting and things that we can have going on in our homes. Hey, Jay. Hey, how are you doing, Sharon? I'm well. How's your new year off to a good start? Yes, it's off to a fantastic start. Thank you for asking. Yay, 2022. Much better things to come this year. It's got to be. I'm I'm just doing the whole positive, positive. I'm putting positive out and we should get positive back. Right on. That's how it works. Oh, my. Excuse me. Little throat thing. Um, You might remember from the last time that's happening when uh, spirits are coming in. When there's starting to be, you know, people and things showing up for our meeting as they always do. Good. Then they cleared my throat. They realized, oh, yeah, she has to be able to talk. Um, (laughs) That's kind of how it always starts with me as that throat clearing. Plus, that may also be related with somebody um, with you, somebody that's passed of something throat or um, or lung related. They'll also do that when that's the case. Oh, interesting. Or somebody around you, somebody that's in the house. Yeah, um, even the taking away of my voice, that can have uh, definitely its own meeting. So maybe we'll, I know we didn't plan on starting this way, but spirits <laughs> tend to kind of take over. Is there somebody that's passed of throat, lung, um, had some difficulty talking that you know of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom just passed and she couldn't speak at the end because of um, Alzheimer's. Oh. She just passed at the end of October. Oh, oh I'm sorry to hear yeah. that, Sharon. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that, um, again, we didn't plan this, eh? No. Completely didn't. But this is how my gift works. And they like to take every opportunity. As I say, they're very opportunistic. So um, it, wonderful. Then that's your mom <clears throat> coming oh, wow. in to say hi. <clears throat> yeah, she's getting stronger now. I wondered <clears throat> if she would. <laughs> Hang on. Just ask her. Yeah, just ask her for a minute if she can... Um, let me have my voice back, uh, realizing that I can't talk to you or your great audience or give any messages. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's realizing, okay. Yeah. She has to let my voice come back. Fantastic. Okay. That that's her Sharon for sure. That's how she did it. As soon as I was saying, yeah, an inability to talk and what was going on with that. And it started to happen more as you heard authentically. So Amazing. she says, hello, mwah. she's blowing you a kiss. She wants you to know um, that she's just fine. And she says, she says, let's do more of this. She knows that we wrote earlier and we were talking about doing this very thing. Uh, Uh, And she also wants you to know um, she's with your dad and he's fine too. Cool. I like it. That's good news to start. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And yes, that was him and the question you asked me about uh, when we spoke about a month ago. But Mm -hmm. yes, for sure. He says he'll tell you more about that um, when we chat further. But totally. And that's a go-to thing that they can do is turning on something, especially that's either not plugged in 
doesn't have the accessibility to be working and like, why is it working? Toys and electrical equipment are easy for them to start with. So yeah, so yeah. there's your happy new year uh, beginning and to know that they're just fine and they send lots of love. Well, that's wonderful. Well, that, that just makes me feel good. And it's, you know, we are- I'm constantly- glad, that's why I do this. <laughs> <laughs> but we are constantly surrounded by people that we have known, people that we know and people that we don't as well sometimes right I mean this is part of what's happening especially I think uh, because we've talked in the past about with what I'm doing with helping people buy and sell homes move into new environments sometimes they are moving into places with with either spiritual energy or just energy energy right yes yeah, oh, 100%. Um, both spiritual energy, and as you call it, sometimes just energy, 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 energy. <laughs> which technically means energy, energy. Um, <laughs> technically, that means residual energy, Sharon. Mm-hmm. It's residual from um, sometimes the people that live there, the circumstances that happened, let's say um, a divorce circumstance. I do a lot of clearings uh, to help with that because Mm -hmm. that leaves, as you can imagine, um, a heaviness when people are yelling and fighting or unhappy and there's a lot of dissension that leaves Mm -hmm. a heavy energy. Um, Of course, if somebody passed in the home um, and even if they've had people in contractors renovating in particular, if there's any spirit presence, they really, really don't like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that will kick up both residual energy and the ghost and spirit energy too. So, yeah, I think um, it's funny because people will, I talk to a lot of people and, you know, people are at various stages of willingness to understand or accept or, or, or take in the, the, the realities of, of the way of an, an environment can be affected with energy. And it's not necessarily yeah. all, you know, ghosty stuff. It can be um, that emotionally mm-hmm. charged, um, heavy energy. I know I feel it. Sometimes I walk into to a place and there's no explanation. It's pretty, it's painted, it's got lovely lighting, uh-huh. still has a feel, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. In fact, um, that feel that you talk about, Sharon, all homes and businesses have that. Some people are more open to it than others. As you say, you have the feel and you know quite a bit about this. So you would understand what you're feeling. Sometimes people that aren't really aware, they'll still have a feeling, but here's what they feel. Oh, I feel uncomfortable. Um, I just, this, this doesn't feel right. I'm not liking it. Or um, like with a recent clearing that I did that I think I'll be telling you that little story, okay. how they felt initially heavy, dark, uncomfortable fear. Um, we don't really want to live here. We're nervous. And then after the clearing, cleansing and blessing that I did, uplifted happy, um, welcoming, as the husband told me, when his wife and his kids came in, um, and they were living actually in the tropics, they were just bowled over by the feel and and the hominess to it. So that's what sometimes people will feel if not a specific, either, Mm -hmm. or let's boil it right down to even simpler. I like how it feels. I don't like how it feels. Mm-hmm. Now, for this, let's just say this particular family or couple you're talking about, is this something they recognized when they went to look at the place initially? Or is this something that kind of, do you always notice it when you first walk in? Or is it sometimes once you live there a little while? I guess that's the question. Uh, that's a good question, Sharon. Well, it's um, 
sometimes they can feel it before. This was a very specific um, instance. So I'll tell you what it was mm. about um, in a moment. It's one of the things that I'm often called to do in clearings. But yes, people can often feel it like as soon as they walk in the door, as soon as they walk in. Uh, either they don't like the feel or yeah, okay, it feels really good. Or there's a circumstance that happened. Um, yes, it can happen that they live in the home for a little bit. And then they're calling me after they've been there. I do just as many clearings for homeowners um, that are living there and experiencing problems as I do uh, with real estate folks that are wanting to sell it and it's not selling. Because that's a primary reason that it often won't sell either the energy feels off, right? People just don't feel comfortable or they, eh, it's okay, but they're nitpicking, they're finding problems and then they're not putting in an offer. So do you mm -hmm. want me to tell you a little bit the story of this particular one? Please do, I'm curious, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, <clears throat> I was called initially by the real estate agent. I've worked with her, oh, I'd say probably for about a dozen years or so. Um, very good clients that she'd worked quite a bit with. They were living in the tropics and they bought this new house. But here's why they were really nervous. There was a murder in the area, mm. extremely close to their house. So um, in this case, and even though it was uh, in the tropics, I don't always have a conversation with homeowners. Sometimes it's just the agent. But in this case, I chatted with the couple. The wife told me she had dreams about, um, they knew who it was that had committed the murder. He was in jail and um, they knew why it had happened. But she was having nightmares that he was going to come back right? He was going to get out of jail. He was going to come back. Um, they would be in danger because their house was extremely close to where this had happened. So I talked to both of them. And of course, they wanted a clearing to keep it safe, to ensure that everything was fine, to, as I call it, um, locking in the good energy, clearing out the bad, and then locking their doors, if you will, so that nothing bad in the neighborhood can wander in spiritually or also I can protect it um, so that they don't have, you know, break-ins or the bad guy in the area. Mm -hmm. The energy pushes them away and keeps them safe. So we did all of that. But the husband, when he got here, it was uh, interesting. He rented a car. He came to pick me up. It was fairly far we did that. I had a sense that some things would happen in the car. And of course they did readings mm -hmm. with loved ones, really impactful and significant information before we even got there. Then when we got there, I was able to isolate the exact house where the murder had happened. Wow. In fact, I could feel the fear yeah, of the people that live there. And he confirmed that after. So he's spoken to them as well about um, having me into clear because, of course, they're nervous. And that energy is pervaded um, through their house. And he said, actually probably the whole neighborhood could use it. Everybody's been rattled. But mm -hmm. the result of the clearing... And it was long and I did it at night, which I normally don't do with something frightening like this, but, um, but it worked out great. And he sent me, I think, three emails um, thanking me and how amazing the energy is, welcoming that everybody that comes in feels it and, um, and just, I mean, over the moon, there's no fear. And now there's nothing but hominess loveliness and tension setting um, goodness for them and 
no worry about anything bad happening. So that that's one of the kinds of circumstances that I'm called in to assist. That's amazing. Now I have a question about, um, there was, this is going back a few years and there was a big, beautiful house. It was vacant. And I was, I went to do, um, an open house and I talked to the, my colleague who had listed the house and, you know, I said, it, it, seems pretty underpriced for this. this is before the days of underpricing and bidding wars and stuff yeah. I said it seems underpriced yeah. the neighborhood it's in I mean it was massive and beautiful and the neighborhood's great and he goes yeah he goes it we, we can't sell it he said it's um there was a suicide there and and Ooh. it's you know it just doesn't sell and yet I, I still went to do the open house and uh I was in it and I consider myself pretty in touch with everything and I didn't get yeah, what did you feel I didn't get a creepy feeling I didn't I didn't I felt like it was all kind of okay so can something like that now a, a horrible violent murder is one thing but I mean a suicide can it happen where the energy is not necessarily just dis- that horribly disrupted may it just be a stigma intellectually for some people in that kind of circumstance um, yes, for sure. What would happen in that circumstance, Sharon, um, my best guess, and unfortunately, yeah, I've, I've been called in to do, oh, I'd say probably a dozen um, where there's been a suicide mm-hmm. like that. Um, the reason that you weren't feeling anything, firstly, you're right, it, it plays on somebody's mind, right? You're mm-hmm. thinking about it. You're um, anticipating, you know, what happened? Where did it happen? Here's the reason you wouldn't feel it. And this is actually a good thing. It means that the person crossed over. If they've crossed over and now they're um, on the other side where they're supposed to be, crossings of which I often do, if there's a ghost or spirit trap there, I'm actually crossing them over. So the good thing is that individual thankfully um, had crossed over. That's why you didn't feel it. Because trust me, if they were still there in the home mm-hmm. as um, a trapped spirit or um, or a ghost, as we call it, because that's different than where your parents mm-hmm. are currently and where your mom came right. to say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're there as a ghost or a spirit, you can 100% feel it dark, heavy, or almost like, like a slogging through mud, or, you know, you're trying to move through the rooms and it doesn't feel easy, or you get called to a particular room that happens to me all the time. And that's the room where there's the most activity or the person passed in. So if you're not having that, um, yeah, that's good. But still, um, calling me in to do something like to clear it is good. And here's why it's not selling. So we have to ask, why is that? Because there's residual energy, right? Left over of what happened. Even if the person is crossed over, there's a map of energy that's been left over. And so um, my going in and clearing it, removing it, changing it, and bringing in the positive, like really cleansing the thing top to bottom, that's why agents call me in um, when they're not selling because the not selling and everything else is great is what tells me that something is something sinky or something is up energetically. Did you finally manage to get it sold? What happened? It finally did one? sell, and somebody got a heck of a deal. <laughs> it needed some so bad. <laughs> it was it was a nice place. Yeah. But then, so technically, then I mean, if the person had crossed over, so that part of it wouldn't be there, but maybe then the energy was more like the angst, the, the, the difficulty they were feeling in that time leading up to that, then sort of like a residual energy you'd feel after anybody living. Mm. In. 
Good one. Good one. You do know your stuff, Sharon. Yeah, excellent. Compliments on you knowing that 100%. Um, yeah, very, very good pickup. That would be precisely what um, what I would say, you know, not having professionally gone in and checked it myself. I'm also um, a paranormal investigator. So, you know, I'm like the tool that picks things up. So without being there and knowing for sure, I would say that what you said is correct what led up to this happening um why did he uh, or she feel that this was their only way out mm -hmm. and boy there would be a lot of heaviness and dark stuff that would have led to that right because a poor soul that yeah. decides that they're leaving earlier than they're supposed to um yeah i mean there's often there's a mental illness there's a lot of mm -hmm. depression that leaves a very, very strong energy feeling for sure. And, and it's what's called a stigmatized property. I was interviewed about exactly. um, stigmatized properties actually for REM magazine, real estate magazine. And mm -hmm. yeah, they're stigmatized. Um, people in the neighborhood know about it, right? People are talking. So there's all kinds of reasons why something like this would happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad it did eventually sell. And as you said, they probably got a, or a, they did get a heck of a deal. Got a heck of a deal. They they certainly did. <laughs> um, and do you ever get people calling though to bring you in? That's not necessarily they've gone in and had an issue, but just kind of wanting to start fresh. Oh, yes, um, absolutely. That's a big part of the cleansings I do too. That would be more where I'd call it, um, it's a cleansing, like a top to bottom, uh, wall to wall cleansing of the energy. Mm -hmm. It's a clearing out of negativity and bringing in fresh positive, um, which really can be done. It, it's an actual um, skill of changing the energy and changing the feel. And then what I further can do is I can bring in certain intentions and place them like people will ask me, um, manifesting more um, prosperity, of course, and abundance and good things, but very specific things. Um, goodness and luck for their children asking me how will they do in school in that last clearing with the murder um i placed the child's name right above where i sensed the bed would go um i just felt to do that in sparkly letters and the dad said to me oh my god my daughter is all about sparkly so it was just an extra positive freshening yeah to help her to feel welcome because you know the small child they're coming mm -hmm. from another country uh never lived in toronto before so yes um a freshening an uplifting a clearing out of the energy of the people that lived there before mm -hmm. um as lovely as they might have been neutralizing that so that it's open to the new people moving in it, it, that that's all what i classify under a freshening Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of like it. I mean, this is oversimplifying things, but it's sort of like, because I love going to thrift stores and stuff, but I never go buy clothes from a thrift store without washing them before I wear them to just kind of <laughs> reset. Ah. <laughs> kind of reset yes. things, you know? <laughs> Um, now, yes, I, and that that I, there, there's a good point about that. I think you might be about to ask me about that. Go ahead. Oh, actually, the <laughs> question I was going to ask, because yes. I know... Some people that are concerned about, because I know, especially when you're in parts of Toronto, uh, certain cities, they're older parts of town, older buildings. And I've met, met people yes. that oh, they want to buy something new, whether it's a new house, a new yes. condo. They figure if it's new, it's got no history, but you can still have residual energy in a new build, can't you? 
Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you've got, let's say, for instance, the energy of um, the construction workers that mm-hmm. built the property. Um, sometimes uh, I've been called into these, so this is how I know um, there might have been an accident that happened or, you know, a difficulty with one of them. And yeah, just because it's a new house, doesn't also mean that uh, there wasn't an attachment. Spirits, when you go out and about, and especially Mm -hmm. in places that might have had a haunting or um, that there might be some strange, hinky feeling energy, Mm -hmm. something can attach to somebody and come back to the house with them. So that might have happened in a new build as well. Um, Also, let's say if it's a condo, I've often picked up on spirits that are in the condo building, right? They're they're around and they kind of wander from suite to suite and it's a brand new condo. So you wouldn't necessarily expect that. Yeah. So yeah, don't assume that just because it's a new build and it's not a, a really old house, it could still have things and it might even have somebody from the neighborhood, right? Somebody passed, uh, you know, grandma across the street and she liked that house or she came for tea. So she wanders in to kind of to visit. And next thing you know, she likes it and says, oh, I think I'll stay here for a while. And and now you've got a, another situation going in right. on rather in your brand new house. Can I go further than that? Can it be attached to the land? Oh, uh, Yeah. Most definitely. Um, I've discovered that in many, many uh, properties. Um, Actually, that was even in uh, the musical that I was so thrilled to be the guest medium um, for at the end of October. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. We um, that's a a very good client and now good friend of mine. And the musical was um, a little bit based on the work that I do. I'm quite honored uh, about that. And so she said, okay, Come, come and be a guest because there's going to be a lot of deceased people showing up. Anyway, the reason I mentioned that is when I got there, the first thing that I needed to do was offer respect to the land. The theater mm. had been built on um, sacred um, Indian land. And so respect to the land to bring in um, a good performance. And also uh, there was some ghosts in the theater itself. So, you know, they cool. didn't necessarily expect that. Yeah, exactly. So before getting to the cast and everything else that happened and the 500 people, it was a completely sold out performance. And we offered the tickets first. Yeah, really was to first responders and frontline healthcare workers. So we were really proud Mm -hmm. and thrilled about that. But anyway, so the reason really that I mentioned that was land, Um, land, Mm -hmm. respect. Um, I find that sometimes when I'm doing rural properties too, there will be different landowners. There will be, again, um, native land and boy, they are very stringent about their properties and the land and what's done. People are not paying respect. They either will not let the home sell, encounter that a lot, mm-hmm. or they're causing problems and just things are not working out really well. There isn't good luck, good fortune. The people aren't happy. So yeah, so a land situation, um, most definitely, Sharon, you're right, can happen. Now, I wonder when you, and I imagine it's different from case to case to case, client to client to client, but I imagine that the amount of time to what you have to do differs from case to case, but does it ever take more than one shot to to accomplish what you need to accomplish? Like, do you sometimes have to repeat visit to get what you need done? Um, Again, very good question. 
<laughs> excuse me, your, your, your mom is um, <clears throat> trying to get attention. Maybe, maybe we better tell her, yeah, yeah, I'll connect her for sure. And after, <laughs> well, she's funny. Eh? She, she says, um, and again, because you know, this is all new to her, it's like she, she's telling me, well, she's like, I don't know, I see you and I see my daughter. And, and so why, why can't I talk to her? <laughs> That sounds like her. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Well, exactly. As I'm picking up their um, their personality, as you know more that it's them. Exactly. She's like, and she's also because she's very, um, it's interesting as I'm also um, looking at everybody, but looking at you because she keeps looking through my eyes at you. She just wants to stare at you, um, which will look a bit odd if I'm just sitting here staring at you. So just, she wants to tell you um, how beautiful you are and how uh, how much she missed seeing your face. Um, I think recently when she you know wasn't as able to remember and identify. Okay, she she's so funny. She just said, "Okay, young lady, I'll let you get back to what you're doing." <laughs> she's just at least happy that I said that to you. I gotta tell you something. Though. Um, I'm gonna get back to the question asked, but I gotta tell you, interestingly, please though, do, please, please do. <laughs> at the beginning of, of our session, and we were talking here, and the the camera and everything kind of got wonky, and you you were clearing your throat, and the the video yes. got wonky, and then it, it you'll see when you watch it play back, it evened out, and then she came back. And now you see it's evening out again. She, it's just funny how it's, <laughs> it's going along. I'm telling you, it's, it's interesting. And your doggy just popped, head popped up, looking, <laughs> listening with what you just said. <laughs> excellent, Sharon. Excellent. And thank you for the explanation. Um, and of course, um, always good to have the validation of what's yeah. happening. Their ability to affect electrical equipment, that's one of the first Amazing. things they do to announce themselves. Of course, I didn't at first think that because I was, you know, just geared to, hey, here we are and, yeah. and we're starting. But of course, that's the first thing. Because I remember when I said to you, oh, that's funny. Like the last podcast, everything was going well. That's when she was standing right beside you and right beside me. Um, oh, yeah, it will fizzle out the connection 100%. And then um, they hear that or they get that and they back off a little bit mm -hmm. and then it's fine. Wow. <laughs> she was very determined to talk to you, eh? Again, because it's recent and she wants you to know, you know, I got, I have to just tell you also, she kept wanting me to write you back, write you back. Um, you'd indicated an interest, you know, in, in us um, oh, yeah. talking and doing the other work that I do further as a medium. Mm -hmm. While I was feeling somebody saying, when are you doing that? She didn't answer you back about that. When are <gasps> you doing that? What do you, they can get very pushy, especially if that's a bit her personality yeah. saying, um, well, you know, you talked about it, let's do it. So yeah, she well, decided, fine, they haven't figured it out and, and set it up yet. So I'm just going to show up today. There you go. <laughs> she'll get, she'll get now. Let's get back to with all of that. I, <laughs> sorry. So, oh yeah, I'll circle back to that question I asked, which was about, yeah, please when do. Go, when you do a clearing, um, can you always get it done in one shot? Right. Or sometimes is it a multi-visit thing? Um, for me, because I've got uh, a lot of experience and I've actually been sensing what happens in homes and who's there for, oh, I'd say over 20 years now, pretty much I get it done in one shot. But um, what I will tell you is I will spend whatever the time necessary to do that. So let's say I might figure I'm going to be there, you know, two to three hours. But if it's four or five hours, 
I'm not leaving until I feel that it's been done and done properly. Um, The only time that I would have to go back, and that's actually another story you might like me to tell you about um, an upcoming horse farm clearing, because this is going to be a very unusual one. I will be going a couple of times, but that's because the horse farm, the farm itself, just the barn and the first part I'll be doing is over 10,000 square feet. So then to come back and yeah, to do the house and the other outbuildings, there's no way energetically I'd fall on my face. I wouldn't be able to do it all in one shot. And in order to do it well and to do it properly, I need to have the full energy and that it they can be very draining. So in that case, to do the house and the outbuildings and the others, I'll have to be going back um, and doing it more than once. But yeah, usually the first one is thorough and any time if there's any little leftover residual energy. Um, I can also do it at a distance. So safely during the pandemic, I've done as many at a distance. And of course, in the States and Europe, can't get there as I do in person because my energy um, and shamanic ability is strong enough to extend. So yeah, so if there's any, you know, little little leftover bits that need a little bit of extra clearing, then um, for sure I can do that after. And I always say to them, hey, you know, let me know if something um, off is still happening. But mm-hmm. I think in all the years I've done this, I've maybe only had to do that and send some extra stuff, I think twice. It's like getting a booster from co- for the COVID shot. You just got to get your booster in there. Yes, yes. Oh my God, Sharon, you're so cute. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh, that's brilliant. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, I do it. And you know, the, the one kind of, not really two shot, a one shot, but exactly. Sometimes it needs a mm-hmm. booster. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Do you want to hear a little bit more about this horse clearing one? I do, actually, yeah. Okay, so um, it was a brand new client. Uh, I remember that she called me on a Sunday and where it started being interesting, normally I won't pick up um, a business call on a Sunday. You know, I have to have a day off or we have to know um, how to take care of ourselves also in order to take care of others. Uh, But something said to me, answer this call. So I did. So it was this lovely girl Um, telling me about the horse farm that she and her partner had bought and how everything was going wrong. They wanted actually to set up a business for this horse farm and it was failing. It wasn't working. Their horses were really, really spooked all the time. And I work with animals as part of my work and especially horses. They're very, very sensitive. And, And then even more concerning to me, one of her horses had thrown her and she'd gotten seriously injured and she'd had surgery. It was, yeah. Um, So I knew right away, this is a haunting for sure. Then she told me about seeing actual apparitions in the barn. Her mom um, heard voices in the house. She thought actually somebody was in the house talking to her and nobody was home, but the mother at the time doors opening and closing. And then when we spoke fairly recently, it's escalated. Once they know I'm coming, things tend to ramp up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So she said, Oh, well, now the ghosts are letting my dogs out. Not good, right? Because the dogs are going out, you know, they might go into the street. Yeah, exactly. And this one um, is really interesting, not only doors opening, closing and slamming Sharon, but she said, 
doors were locking by themselves, locking people in rooms. And they had to look around in this very, very old house to find the little old fashioned keys to unlock the doors that the ghosts were locking. So I've already actually locked on to a little fun there. one of the ghosts that's there, um, I know it's one of the previous owners and she was um, a horse rider herself and uh, she's watching over her property and she's one of the ones doing a lot of this. I know all of that just from focusing on it, sending a little bit of helpful energy until I can get there, um, you know, safely around COVID and, and everything going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, so that's going to be an intensive one, a very tiring one, but important on many levels. I mean, I'm going to help her get her business going, um, you know, remove the ghosts. Um, and so it's calm. She lives there with other family members mm-hmm. and her business partner is really worried too. You know, they bought this property. They had a little bit of a bad feeling initially because I sensed that and asked her about it, but they went ahead with it. So without this clearing, she feels like their business is never going to take off. And then they wow. put all this money into buying this beautiful horse farm. So um, I- I'm honored and I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing that soon. Now, that, I think you're going to, you'll be all over this. This is good. But do you have, have you ever gone into a place or do you ever feel actual fear like is that has there ever been places that really scare you oh boy yes there has again you know the questions to ask Sharon this is good (laughs) you and I could do like a like an investigator show together I'm suddenly thinking hey yeah um yes uh well not only I already have picked up um, and I know I have to be very careful with this particular one because when they know I'm coming and I did say to her, listen, don't be surprised if the energy ramps up before I get there. And sure enough, that's why she called me again. She said, oh my God, Jay, everything you said has been happening. Ramp up of energy. Well, they're Mm -hmm. often um, wanting to keep me out. That's one thing that already has been happening. I should have already been there by now, but some funny things have been happening that I wasn't able to. Mm -hmm. They'll try to keep me out because they know what I'm there to do. That also means that when I go there, I have to protect myself very carefully because they don't want me there. They're going to be draining my energy like a battery, like trying Mm -hmm. to drain it fast and furious so that I can't do my work. And yes, they're very interested in me and what I do. So attachments, following me home, I have to do a whole process of that. And I think we could devote a whole podcast to one of the clearings that I did many years ago, Sharon, the most frightening, frightening one I've ever done actually was not just frightening, it was dangerous. There was something very dark that, yeah, and I mean, demonic dark, and I went in little five foot two me (laughs) on my own to tackle this. And later the homeowner said, oh yeah, we called other um, investigative teams, teams of people, and they refused to come in. So um, I walked in by myself and it was, boy, it was frightening. And also what was frightening was, um, yeah, the thing followed me. So um, there's, there's a lot of levels of frightening. I'm actually going to be writing something about this um, wow. with the homeowner's permission because it was like something you see in a movie. So wow. yeah, it was scary before. It was scary while I was there and it was scary for about two years afterwards. Well, fortunately, they're not all like that. 
<laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Um, those um, ones that have, you know, real dark energy. I have done a few others um, of those, but where I um, knew everything in advance. And again, I went in extra protected. I took extra measures, um, but I take those very seriously because then a homeowner is in actual danger. Like this particular mm -hmm. one, I told you a bit of the story yeah. of literal um, danger to the family. And another one that I did a couple of years ago, also not only danger to the family, but one of the family members, um, well, I'm going to say this because he said it himself. He said, listen, Jay, when something comes into my bedroom and is yanking me out of bed and I weigh 300 pounds oh my gosh. and this thing grabbed me by the ankles and pulled me out of my bed, then I know something is going on. And it was setting off the fire alarms and um, and doing all kinds of stuff. That, that's what I deem an emergency because yeah. I have to get in quick and do something about this be, because people can be harmed. That's the important thing about this, Sharon, and why your podcast and us talking about this today. Thank you for having me. It's oh, so always important. Yeah. People don't understand this can affect their health. This uh -huh. can affect um, their whole relationships. Some of them can start fires your relationships exactly mm -hmm. your physical safety people get ill um and again i've seen that happen and it's been happening they can lower your um immune response and right now that's so important so me getting in and doing this also from a mental health perspective has yeah. never been more important i feel wow now before we wrap for today because we're going to come back and talk again because this is so cool but uh, we really haven't gone into a lot about your gift how did you has this been your entire life how did you get started doing what you do oh thank you thank you for asking um well i've had this ability since i was about four um i knew interesting things and very odd things were happening um in my house and and i was scared also you know because i was a kid because i was seeing spirits and ghosts and knowing when people would pass and mind reading and all kinds of things a little kid really shouldn't be doing. Um, it took me a number of years to figure out that this is what I was meant to do professionally. So I think, as you know, um, you're one of my peeps. I used to be um, a real estate agent mm -hmm. and I gave that up to be doing this work. So yes, now I'm an energy clearer um, and cleanser and shaman. I'm um, a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of um, TV now and stage work and interesting different things, really just platforms to help me reach more people. And I'm a life and business coach too. So um, a healer, a Reiki master also. And may we say where people can find me if they would like to? Oh, I was going there. You you read my mind. Okay. <laughs> Well, I do that, you know. <laughs> um, people can find me at Jade, which is Jade like the green stone, Jade Intuitive at yahoo.ca. So that's Jade Intuitive, one word, at yahoo.ca. Happy to hear from um, anybody that needs my help or just to chat about things um, or would like a connection with, you know, their mom or their dad yeah. or someone else, especially nowadays. Mental health is really important. And I um, do counseling in addition to this work. So anybody that feels that I could help them, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Amazing. Well, we're going to talk again soon. <laughs> 
Perfect. Yeah, let's talk to you about um, things people maybe shouldn't bring into their house. Um, what's go. good to bring into your house? What's helpful to energy? Um, yeah, there's all kinds of fantastic tips. So uh, we'll, we'll do a podcast take two. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. For all our episodes, click to SharonCaddy.com. Open House with Sharon Caddy is produced with Aflalo Communications, Inc. Till next time.